was Christ. World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It is time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. So I made a quick reference to it yesterday that we have new camo hats on. I just put the new one on. We, uh, this is what they call a desert camo. Now, I like the desert camo. I like that. I really like it. But I had a lot of old hunters say, Coach, I don't want, I want a real camo hat. So we now have real camo cross hats. In. I, in fact, I don't even have them. I got to get a hold of Jared. They're not even up on the website yet. But I do, I do have those now. So, hey, Spencer, remind me of that, man. I got to get you a picture to get the new camo caps up. I'm going to wear it this morning because I'm kind of, in a, kind of in a warm mood here this morning anyway. Uh, what day is this? It's the 28th day of September 2022. I'm worn out from yesterday. I did a I did a show with uh, Mike Kerr here to watch me. I did a show with Rob Pugh and uh, Mark Sutherland and uh, went to bed last night, slept like a baby, all talked out. So I'm praying I'm refreshed here this morning. Got a lot on the table, a lot of stuff I want to talk about. And uh, before I get busted out of there and get really, really rolling here today, I'm going to get Myra in here, let her get her prayer in so we can, so I can be free, uh, free to roar, which is what I want to be able to do. Go ahead. Go ahead, Myra. So the reading today, it is from um, Psalm 78, 1 through 4. That is Psalm 78. One through four. No, I'm not going to yell at you. You can talk normally. You don't have to slow down for everybody. Come on now. Go ahead. I will do that. It is written, give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. Yes. I, I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old which we have heard and known and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, showing to the generations to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he hath done. Holy Spirit, you're welcome to Coach Dave Haddle, and we open our hearts to you. I release the anointing that breaks the power of evil in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And don't you don't you deny for a minute that that does break the power of evil. The Holy Spirit does, in fact, break the power of evil. We learn to wield that sword. Things would be a little bit better in America today. Hey, I want to acknowledge uh, uh, Spencer Bobby Lee. Click on that. Uh, uh, sometimes Bobby Lee doesn't get the pat on the back that he deserves. And Bobby has worked assiduously, that means really, really hard, uh, filming of the stuff that went on in, in Gettysburg. And he's starting to post those things on our on our video on our, our video wall at, at Coach Dave Live. A couple really, really, well, several really, really good things up there. The second one up there that you see is is our tour of the, of the Gettysburg. And we got a real guy who told us the real truth of what happened. That's pretty fascinating. You can watch that. And Bobby's producing all kinds of stuff. I didn't give much attention yesterday. You look in the second row, first one on the second row, Clay Parker hosting his first Bridie on show. I didn't get a chance to get him and Bobby up there, but I, you know, I, I told Clay, man, you're graduating. You're getting a helmet decal. You're doing great. A uh, lot of good, a lot of stuff there. Hey, look, if you're bored, you don't know what's going on. we got Craig Mickle there uh, showing the event that we did at Gettys, Gettys, excuse me, Gettysburg. That stuff, folks, is all available at our video library. And sometimes they just don't talk enough about it, including uh, the second row, third one over, the woke professor that uh, that Bobby was talking about, the, the professor from Gettysburg University, uh, Gettysburg College, who, um, you know what, they all, they all want to rewrite history on. So I want to really, really 
first thing, salute, salute uh, Bobby for all the hard work he does, man. He, he produces those videos and puts them up there, and it's all good stuff. Second thing I want to do, I just sent an email, Spencer, uh, from Dr. Paul Goslin. Myra, is there a reason why your hand's up? No. Take it down. Distracts me. Sorry. Um, what did I say? Oh, Spence. What, what, the Dr. Paul email. I think I sent. I think I forwarded it to you as a standalone email. Did you get it? Pull that up for me, because we don't talk. I don't talk enough. We don't talk enough about uh, Dr. Paul Goslin and what's going on with him. He's doing some real changes in his ministry. He's actually moved to. Uh, I get those towns crazy, but Augusta. I think he's moved it up to Augusta. And again, you can continue to watch. He has a daily uh, weekday live stream at eight thirty. You can call in asking medical questions, do whatever you want to talk to. But again, I suggest all of you go to Gabriel Health Ministry and support Dr. Paul. He can become your he can become your doctor. He can help you from a distance, okay? And I just have kind of not uh, covered that enough. Uh, maybe we can put that link in the chat as well. And I support Dr. Paul. Uh, folks, it's amazing to watch what's going on. J- Judy Mikovits is becoming a hero because now people are beginning to say she wasn't nuts. Judy Mikovits wasn't nuts. And Dr. Uh, Carrie Madej is going to be in Dayton, Ohio this week. She isn't nuts. And so uh, uh, we're winning these fights, friends. We're winning these fights. So there's a, put that in the chat for Dr. Paul there, folks. That's his Gabriel Health Ministry or whatever. I, I forget the name of it all the time. Uh, go ahead, Paul. Explain to us what it is there, dude. Well, you know, we were just talking about you in the beginning of the the uh, salt and light and all that. And me and Mike, we were just discussing the great transition that just occurred in our office. We're moving along and we're we're realizing that we have to get out of this this weird place that we're doctors are God, right? And yes. and people come in this office and they're Christian and they've got deep religious spiritual beliefs in Christ makes our job so much easier because they don't rely on us for all the answers. Amen. Amen. And I'll, and I'll tell you what, coach, man, I, I've been locked up in psych wards three months at a time, a month at a time over several weekends thrown in jail because I'm nuts. God bless my nuts. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And Paul, for, for what is it, Paul? $25 a month. Is that what you, it is? They can become part of it and they can actually call you and get advice and get prescriptions and all that kind of stuff. Is that is that what you offer there, Paul? Oh, yeah. But I mean, it's more than that for people that don't have anything. And, I mean, you're a real doctor is what I'm saying, right? You're not yeah, just joining the small Goblin club. Folks, you can actually call and get medical advice from Dr. Paul. I think the other thing, too, is I'm flooding the market with uh, ivermectin and albendazole and stuff like that. So you, uh, can, you can literally get, you know, 40 milligram, 50 milligram uh, ivermectin, depending on how heavy you are, every single day, 40 of them at a time with 12 refills and give it to the, the world. Because this stuff is good for the flu. It's good for cancer. Amen. Amen. You know what? Just get that. You know, get that script and get moving. And, and please be patient. This move is killing me and Mike. We, we don't want to miss anything, anything spilled through the cracks. Uh, I'm doing my best here. God bless you guys. We're in your corner, Dr. Paul. And if there's anything we can do to help promote what you're doing, just, you know, I get busy and I forget things. Anything we can do to help promote it, man. Uh, folks, I, my wife and I, we're part of, of, of his monthly monthly ministry. And again, you know, 25 bucks, whatever. You need some medical advice, you contact him. You have to go to some doctor that you can't trust, and Paul will uh, Paul will direct you in the right direction. Cool. Uh, uh, third, first, uh, third, fourth, one, two, three, fourth thing down says Dayton schedule, folks. Again, there's I don't expect all of you to be able to come to Dayton, Ohio this weekend, okay? But I know there are some who are watching and who want to come, and maybe we can put this in the chat as well. Uh, this is the schedule for people who are going to be there. Uh, Dave Scarlett, Jennifer Gross, these names will scroll on down. This will mean something to some of you, and it won't mean anything to any one others of you. Just scroll down, Spencer, so we can see the names. There's a schedule. Uh, St- Seth Holhouse, uh, the man in the – what's the name of him? The man uh, – oh. Anyway, Seth Holhouse is a – he's a well-known uh, uh, YouTube guy. Candace Keller, scroll on down. Candace will be there. Try to let you see uh, – uh, 
Jason Miller, then uh, um, Billy Weaver. Oh, man, I can't wait to go. Jessica France, Mark Pukita, Mark Usher, Dr. Carrie Madej, Coach Dave. Scroll on down, please. Coach Dave, Dr. Uh, Douglas Frank. Oh, my goodness. Sheila Holm. Uh, Tom Renz, Attorney Tom Renz. This is uh, Pete Santilli, Dr. Brian Artis, Pam Popper, Amanda Grace, Pastor Todd Coconato. And uh, folks, this is going to be it's gonna, so. Those of you who are close to the Dayton area, I'm telling you, Pastor Neil Peterson, Julie Green, this is an all-star cast. Now you know how I feel about uh, uh, about coming to these huddles, right? I say it's time we do something. But uh, this is this quite a crew. It's quite a crew. So put that in if you can somehow, Spence. I don't know if you can put that in the chat as well. That schedule in the chat, so people have some idea of what's going on. It's only a one-day event, all day Saturday. All day this Saturday coming up. So uh, Michelle and I are excited about that. Then I want to show that I didn't think about that. Pull up number one there, Spence. Our dear friend, Rochelle. Rochelle. She's in Florida. They're getting hammered in Florida. And Rochelle made a little, did a little song last night about her journey down there. So go ahead and play that for, for Rochelle. I don't even know if she's in here today. And let's, let's pray for her and her safety down there. That huge, huge hurricane that's blowing across there. Go ahead and play that minute 50 little song she put together. Hey, happy Wednesday. So I'm riding the storm out here in the Sunshine State. Um, You know, back in 04, we lost power here in my area for almost a month. So yeah, that was fun. Anyway, um, just, you know, pray for my chickens. But... (laughs) Here's some lightheartedness for my fellow Floridians. I've got my egg shaker. So get your tambourine. Okay. So there's a hurricane a-coming. Plugged-in battery packs are a-humming. Watching the NOAA interactive maps. Letting Mr. Weatherman fill the gaps. Get your shovel, fill a bag with sand. Charge your phone, download your favorite band. But if we really had a clue, Lord, all we really need is you. So there's a hurricane a-coming. To the liquor stores we all go a-running. We stock up on toilet paper and Pop-Tarts. We hope that the generator from last year starts. Check on the parents and the kiddos before we board up all the windows. But if we really had a clue, Lord, all we really need is you. We're all going to be okay. Stay strong for Jesus. Bless you, Rochelle. Uh, they're getting walloped down there, man. They're they're really getting walloped down there. So you know, wow. Amen. All the preparation. I mean, come on. You know, all the preparations that you can make. I'm talking about me, right? You can store food. You can store ammo. You can store store silver. You can store gold. And if a hurricane comes, what the heck are you going to do? So that's why ultimately we all know this, right? We have to trust in the Lord. Got to trust in the Lord, and uh, all of His marvelous, marvelous works. Uh, I want to take you somewhere this morning. Uh, Lord woke me up pretty early, actually, and uh, got a great night's sleep. Wonderful night's sleep. I got to say, I just, I got to say this again. I, I love my wife so much. I just can't tell you what a sweetheart my wife is. And uh, golly, 42, we got 42, I think it's 42 married, 42 years on November 24th coming up. They say in the end, it's a wink of an eye. And uh, just want to, Continually to say how much I love that sweetheart. Hey, here's what's going on. Here's what's going on. Um, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, against principalities and powers, against evil spirits in high places. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down the strongholds. But I really think that a lot of times we don't understand the nature of the war. So I'm going to talk fast today because I got a lot of information, spiritual information that I think is also important. And if you could for me, real quick, Spencer, pull up sec- uh, Colossians 2. Colossians 2. I think I sent it to you. Yes, and I would let uh, I would let Silver read this, but I'm going to read really fast. So you just have to 
he doesn't read quite as fast as I do. So this is Colossians 2. For I would that you knew what great conflict I have for you and for them at Laodicea and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love and to all riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of our Christ. It is a mystery, isn't it, folks? In whom in that mystery are hidden all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Where? All the mystery of God's where all treasures of wisdom and knowledge are. And this I say, lest any man should beguile you with enticing words. For though I be absent in the flesh, yet I am with you in the spirit, joying and beholding your order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. And as you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. Here's where I'm going today. Rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Now, this, this piggybacks with what we read in Psalm 78, the idea that we're supposed to live it and teach it to our children who will teach it to their children who will teach it to their children, right? But then it says in verse 8, Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy. Oh, my goodness. Hey, Spencer. Get Webster ready. I've got to do a couple Webster digs here real quick, okay? Bless, beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. Not just deceit, vain deceit. After the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, not after Christ. We ought to get a shirt made just for that. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. After the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. So, Spence, what is philosophy? What did Mr. Webster say philosophy was? I'm going somewhere. Stay with me. Um, I did not have philosophy. Oh, there it is. All right. Philosophy is literally the love of wisdom. <laughs> supposed to be. But in modern acceptation, philosophy is a general term denoting an explanation of the reason of things. A reason of things. See, God didn't create the world. We evolved. That's a philosophy. That's an explanation of the investigation of cause and effect. What might have happened? Okay. Hypothesis or system on which natural effects are explained. Nobody can explain where we came from, so we come up with a philosophical idea of evolution, right? Are you picking up what I'm saying? Nobody really knows, not really, we don't really know how this world's going to wind down, so we come up with a philosophy of, uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, 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 The guy who created dispensationalism, what's his name? What's his name? Hello? Who came up? Darby came up with dispensationalism, right? Darby and Schofield. Schofield and Darby and dispensationalism is what? It's a philosophy. It's an idea. It's an explanation of things that cannot be explained. So the Bible warns us, be weary, go back there, Spencer, beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy. Boom. Ideas that they have come up with. Folks, we know this, that dispensationalism is a philosophy. Because if it wasn't a philosophy, if it was absolute truth, there would be no debate. There would be, there's no debate over truth. There's only debate over philosophies. Anybody picking up what I'm laying down here this morning? Anybody at all? Okay. Mm-hmm. So be careful. They're going to come in and they're going to be philosophical experts. Vain deceit. After what? The traditions of men. Universities. Medical forces. Colleges. Cemetery, I mean, seminaries. After the traditions of men, after the rudiment. What's a rudiment? What's a rudiment? Spencer, you ask me. There you go. Ask what's a rudiment? Huh. Rudiment is a first principle. How much have we spoke about first truth? 
A first principle or statement, that's which is to be first learned. The original, uh, the origin of anything in its first form, that is a rudiment. So we, what, what do they warn us against? It says to furnish with first principles or rules. Beware lest any man spoil you through vain ideas and philosophies. Vain meaning he came up with it himself. And it's deceitful because we don't know if it's true. After the traditions of men. So you teach a church, you start a church, and you teach the vain philosophies of men, unproven philosophies, end-time philosophies. You're with me, right? I'm not trying to kick anybody in the teeth. I'm trying to open up your eyes so you can see what's going on, right? After the rudiments, after, I'm sorry, after the tradition of men, that's how you become a Baptist and a Presbyterian and a Lutheran and a Church of God and a Church of God in Christ, after the traditions of men. I learned it from my pastor who taught it to me, and I'm teaching it, and now I'm in the pulpit, and I'm teaching it and teaching. When, in fact, we don't really know, and we ought to say that we don't know if this is true or not, but we are doing the best we can to try to figure out how Revelation and and uh, uh, same, same, uh, 1 Samuel, how, how all that stuff comes together. We don't really know how, but here's what we think. Are you with me? Are we all okay? Because what do we do? We all cling to those vain philosophies, tradition of men, after the first principles of the world, and not after Christ. Cool? Because I'm going somewhere. Because one of the rudiments of the world is communism. It's communism. Socialism. Liberalism. There, see, liberalism and socialism are just children of communism. That's all they are. They're different disguises of the same rudiment of the world after the tradition of men. And communism and socialism, and they're all rooted in what? Atheism. So there is no God, they tell us. And because there is no God, they have to create a philosophy by which we can live apart from God. Are you, are you tracking with me here? And what has happened to us, folks, when you walk away, when you walk away from the truth of the gospel of the kingdom of God, you are already in the philosophy of men and vain deceit. You're already there, friends. You're already there. And whether we will understand it or not, that is the great conflict that we're dealing with in every aspect of the, of the world in which we live. It's in politics, it's in education, it's in religion. And if you, wanna, if you really want to see the heart of it, try to get guys, different pastors in a room who have different theological beliefs. And the reason we're in the, one of the reasons we're in the mess we're in right now is because a lot of pastors have bought into the idea that we are out of here soon in a, in a, Soon coming rapture. Now, I'm not here to argue whether or not that's true, but I can find just as many strong Bible-believing Christians who don't believe that. You with me? I think think you're tracking with me, right? So here's what's happened to us, see. This this beast called communism has entered into (coughs) the debate here in what was once Christian America, folks, you cannot be a Christian and be a communist. The two are mutually exclusive. Fire and water, faith and doubt cannot, they cannot. Communism and Christianity cannot coexist because at the heart of communism is atheism. And so atheism and Christianity cannot coexist. So what did they do? They threw Christianity out and inserted secularism, which is just a softer child of communism. Secularism has at the center of the earth, at the center of the world, secularism puts the human man. That's why, as we, as I've argued with you many, many times, I argued with that's not the correct word. The point I've tried to make over and over and over and over is this: they. The secularists think they are moral. 
because their arguments are based on the elevation of man. Why based on the elevation of man? Because through vain philosophy and deceit, they have convinced us there is no God, and the position of the government has become there is no God. Well, if there is no God, then government becomes God. That is the entire debate that's before us. As simple as I can make it. The seed of the two, the two seeds, that is it. A belief in Jesus Christ, the creator of all things, and the seed of the serpent, which has at the heart, me, me, I'm God. I'm God. I can do whatever I want. That's, and so we look at what's happened everywhere, all in schools and government, everywhere you look, and you will see, friends, we're in the mess we are in because we have elevated man and the desire and the will of man above God. That's why we can see the Supreme Court say that a woman has a right to kill a baby. Because if if there isn't an overarching truth that we are created in the image of God by God, then who's to say what is right and what is wrong? So the communists, the Luciferians, (coughs) the God-haters, They are moral because they say man is the end all and we get to make our own decisions. And you guys who believe in Jesus Christ, you are the wicked ones because you're trying to impose some guy to rule over us and that's tyranny. Anybody picking it up? Amen. It's about as down to it's about as clear as, as we can make it. And so what, what has happened to us is we've had these evil men creep in unawares, it tells us in the book of Jude. Where do they creep into? They crept into theology, they crept into the church, they crept into the theod, into the seminaries, they crept into the universities. Harvard used to be a Christian university. They get one strong communist atheist in there, and he hires his buddies. And the next thing you know, the entire philosophy department doesn't believe in God, and they're teaching the rudiments of men, the vain deceit after the traditions of men. They threw God out. They brought their vain traditions in, and they've had 60 years to teach the rest of us that this is the way the world operates. That's that's our battle. And it's never been more clear than what we see going on right now. Friends, while we and the Christians, boy, I feel this. While we as Christians have had our pastors stand in the pulpits and ignore the cultural issues because they were somehow secular, We've allowed these men through philosophy and vain deceit after the traditions of men, the rudiments of the world, they have come and have occupying every one of these positions that used to be occupied by a Bible-believing Christian. Somebody say, amen, coach, I get it now. Somebody say that, I'm going to wait. Amen. Amen. Da-da-da-da. That's, that's the battle, man. That's that's the battle. I know Jack's busting. Get in there. Let me go, Jack. <clears throat> so uh, <clears throat> I came across something yesterday. Just you, you ever get one of those moments? You ever get one of those aha moments? Aha. Ah. There's a video that's posted. Uh, Spencer, pull it up. It's uh, where am I? Let me make sure I get you the right one. Sorry, boys and girls. Uh, oh, come on, coach. Where is it? Where is it? There, where is it? Where is it? Where? Coach Dave, Coach Dave. Didn't I put that for you? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Right at the top, Comey. Comey. Right at the top, Spencer. Second one down. This video, friends, look, do me a favor, please. Make time today to go to Coach Dave Live and watch this video posted there of John Guandalo, who used to be an FBI agent, spills the beans. It's an FBI whistleblower. The enemy within, he spills the beans on what's going on with the FBI. I, look, I'm telling you, go watch this, okay? Now, I want specifically to get, get this thing at the four-minute mark. They asked Guandalo, what about the FBI? Is the FBI, uh, they to be trusted or something, whatever? And I want you to watch the next, it's about four minutes, but specifically, Spencer, you get ready to pause this thing. 
because I want I want you all to see what Guandalo says about James Comey. Unbelievable. Go ahead and play it. Colleagues inside, uh, people that I train, uh, they're solid people. And there are a lot of frustrated men and women in the FBI. The overriding attitude and message I'm hearing from them is I'm just biding my time to retirement. But some of them are also saying, but I'm not sure that that's the morally right thing for me to do. Like, shouldn't I be fighting to fix this place? But a lot of them feel like there's no fix in the FBI. I go back to this. In 2003, when he was the U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York, which is New York City, arguably the most important U.S. Attorney's Office in the United States. James Comey gave an interview to New York Magazine where he said, I was a communist. Reason. Reason. This is from James Comey. It says, in a profile published December in New York City, Comey further smudged the lines of his political identity. He said that in his 20s, he had been both a communist and a Reaganite. I'm not sure how to characterize myself politically, he said. Maybe at some point I'm going to have to figure it out. So James Comey admits, I'm going to keep playing it, admits he's a communist. Go ahead. Where I am politically, I guess I'll have to see. Well, he was literally walking out the door to become the Deputy Attorney General of the United States. If somewhere in the Department of Justice, the FBI, the the executive branch, the government, there was some functioning system, the brakes on his new job would have been put on immediately. He would have been investigated. He would have been fired. And they would have looked at him and said, oh, you were a communist. Not sure if you are or not now. And we're about to make you the deputy attorney general. But that's not what happened. What happened was he became the deputy attorney general. He remained the deputy attorney general and eventually became the FBI director. So if you want any more evidence of how penetrated by communists and adversaries of the United States we are, that's it. And that's 20 years ago. Now, the fact that there's been zero purging inside the government, except patriots being purged in the last 20 years, that should give you an an idea of the state of the FBI. How do you destroy the FBI? You make a commie. Put that in the chat, folks. Please watch this. It's, it's really, really good. So James Comey admits in congressional hearings that he used to be a communist, whatever that means. And he makes it to the Attorney General of the United States. Okay, so go ahead, Jack, real quick. Well, while, uh, pull up for me while getting Jack in here. Number six, pull up number six. Go ahead, Jack. I know this right down your alley. Yeah. Your, uh, your, your idea on philosophy goes back to the first thoughts and the first knowledge goes all the way back to the people that translated in the 15th and 16th century. Remember, they were all feudalists. They only, the only freedom they understood was feudalism. And so their translations are based on their personal experience and knowledge and wisdom not that they weren't good people but their best the most freedom they ever heard was feudalism and so their philosophy that's built into their translations is feudalism got it man that's the that's the base from which they operated i'm with you so i want i want i want to open this up a little bit more we've talked about this before i've done a show on this before but it's been a while the 45 communist schools 58 years ago read into the congressional record. Are you with me, folks? Ask yourself if this, this was their goal back in 1961, I think. Well, I might be, might be off. Uh, this was their goal back then. They wanted to make sure that they got guys like James Comey at the head of the FBI. They wanted to make sure that they got people like, uh, what's her name? the Supreme Court justices, communist infiltrators in positions of authority. That's what they were trying to do. Remember, 
seed of the serpent, seed of the woman. These guys get in positions of the power. Do you know that right now, I think uh, Guandalo and that thing that we just watched, I think he said there are 78 members of the United States Congress who are members of the Communist Party. Did you guys know that? You guys know that? 78 members of Congress. 78 members. Why? Because they, well, I'll show you. Scroll on down there. This is, I'm not going to read all 45 of them. I'm just going to read some of these and we'll go from there. Number one, <clears throat> here was their goals as read into the congressional record 45 years ago. No, it's longer than that. Capture one or both political parties in the United States. Click. I think they've captured both. Get control of the schools and the teachers associations. Soften the curriculum. Click. Gain control of all student newspapers. Click. Infiltrate the press. Click. Gain control of key positions in radio, TV, and pictures. Click. Eliminate all laws governing obscenity by calling in censorship. Click. Break down cultural standards of morality by promoting pornography and obscenity in the media. Click. Present homosexuality, degeneracy, and promiscuity as normal and natural. Click. Eliminate prayer of any phase of religious expression in the schools on the grounds that it violates the separation of church and state. Click. Discredit the American Constitution by calling it inadequate and old-fashioned. Click. Discredit the American founding fathers as selfish, aristocrats, and slave owners. Click. 12. Belittle American culture and discourage the teaching of American history. Click. Discredit and eventually dismantle the FBI. They took it over! They took it over! Click. Infiltrate and gain control of big business and unions. Click. Transfer some of the powers of arrest from the police to social agencies. Treat all behavioral problems as mental health or social problems. Click. Discredit the family as an institution. Click. Encourage promiscuity and easy divorce. Click. Emphasize the need to raise children away from the negative influence of their parents. Click. Repeal the Connolly Reservation, allowing the world court jurisdiction over nations and individuals alike. Click. We could go on and on and on and on and understand that that is what is in control of our government. This is atheistic communism, friends. Atheistic communism. And the people who have risen to the top in the media, in every aspect, are communists. Can I keep going here? Is it okay? Am I doing all right here? Mm. So I'm going to show you here a marriage. Uh, I'm going to show you a marriage. Go to, go to number seven. Go to number seven. I'm going to show you media collusion. Remember, one of the things they wanted to do was to capture the media. Right? They capture the media. Scroll down here, Spence. Just keep on going. I'll tell you when, dude. There's a bunch of, okay, keep going. There's a bunch of clips. Okay, right there. Now, folks, I got a bunch of one-minute clips, and we're just going to roll down through these things as quickly as we, as we can. Notice this. This is MSNBC, the communist arm of the media, which would include CNN and probably all of them because they've been infiltrated for the very destruction of our society. They hate Christ. They hate Christ. Go ahead. Play this one. This election is a very important election, not just for Democrats, but also for Republicans, for independents, and anyone who cares about the United States of America. There is a MAGA Republican agenda that gives no consideration to the rule of law, that has no respect for a woman's right to choose, that wants to defund the FBI. There is a MAGA Republican agenda that thought that it was okay to attack our nation's capital on, on, on January 6th. I think people will think of all of these things um, when they go to the ballot box, no matter what their party the affiliation. Go to the next one. You get, the, you, get the, you get it, right? Go to the next one. I think that's such a crucial point. His followers, Republican, Main Street, establishment Republicans, are echoing these calls for violence, all but threatening it. What was your take? Well, first of all, uh, I have my uh, red LED lighting since the Republicans are so, oh, my God, upset because uh, President Joe Biden, uh, they claim, oh, he looked like uh, he was in Russia. Pastor Charles Jenkins has uh, an intro to his song War, uh, where he says, when the enemy is coming at you, you can't fall down. You can't break down. This means war. That is where we are. We are at war with these people. These folks are evil. They have allowed evil into their house with Donald Trump. He has now dominated the party. This evil is spreading. And when you are in a war footing, you have to respond accordingly. It's about time President Joe Biden decided to get tough. It's about time his advisors stopped being weak. 
Go to the next one. This is what some. This is what a lot of your friends are watching. Go to the next one. So if we're going to actually move forward as a nation, we're going to have to have a real honest assessment of how the entire nation and all political parties are accountable to making sure we put we the people first. You know, that's an interesting point. Say more when you, because obviously Republicans, I think, are the biggest threat to democracy. We don't separate right wing extremists and Republican Party anymore. I was struck, though, just now you said there. Are- Go to the next one. The Democrats aren't right on everything. And I'm willing to sit down and have conversations about how we can move out of this age of stupidity and into an age of reconciliation and reform. How do we fix all of these broken systems? Some of those answers will come from Republicans, not not the extremists that we're dealing with every single day. We've got to kill and confront that movement. Um, but, yeah. the, you know, working with normal mainstream on, Republicans, I think. The next that- one. Same thing over and over and over and over and over. Go ahead. This is the media. This is the media, folks. He's talking about how, you know, it should be states' rights or uh, government should not be telling us what to do. The word hypocrites, it doesn't even go far enough to call them out on what they're doing. This is an outright attack on women in this country. That is how I see it. That is how more and more women and those who support our right to make decisions about our own bodies. That is how we see it. And why? <laughs> because that's what's happening. Go to the next person. one. 43% of Americans out there who believe a civil war is either very or somewhat likely to happen in the next decade. That is according to a poll by YouGov and The Economist. The survey also found that those who self-identify as, quote, strong Republicans were most likely to believe this. You have also got these elected Republican officials like Marjorie Taylor Greene calling for a national divorce. Thousands of people stormed the Capitol. Let's not forget January 6th. What clues does history give us on how to change course here? Go to the next one. Go to the next one. Go to the next one. That guy's full of crap. Go to the next one. Going down. Go to the next one. Tired of that guy. Go here. Hillary. What's going through your mind today, 21 years later? Well, Dana, um, every uh, time we approach September 11th, I do think about everything that I saw, all the people that I met, the families of those who lost loved ones. So it is indelibly um, part of my uh, memories, and I feel grateful that um get her off we were there. Able- get her off of there get her off of there another one so if we're MSN- going to actually move forward as a nation we're going to have to have a real honest Tiffany cross and these days it feels like we are not just at the brink of a civil war but that one has already begun and if they try to rescue president trump for mishandling okay you can stop you get it right you get it so what has happened is the communists have seized control of the media arm. They've seized control of at least 25% of Congress. They've seized control of the teachers' unions. They've seized control of unions in general. And then we, we stand up, finally begin to wake up and push back against it. And what do they say? Why, we are the ones with violence. We're the one that, that do all the violence. So do this one real quick. Go to number four. I know you want to get in there. Hang on with me. Can you go to number four for me real quick, Spence? Go ahead. Listen to these guys calling for violence. Go ahead. I, I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country, and maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless. When they go low, we kick. How do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck? Biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. I thought he should have punched him in the face. I said, even if you lost, he insulted your wife. Yes. He came down the escalator and called Mexicans, rapists, and murders. He said, well, what do you think I should have done? I said, I think you should have punched him in the face and then gotten out of the race. You, you would have been a hero. I'd like to punch him in the face. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Punch some people in the face. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? 
they're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump, and that's a fact. Look as his character is stabbed to death. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need him? I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. A Missouri state senator is under investigation by the Secret Service after saying she hopes President Trump is assassinated. I will go and take Trump out tonight. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant. Okay. Okay, I've gone for I've gone for a rant. Folks, this is the seed of the serpent, communism against the seed of the woman, Christianity. That is the conflict that we have. You cannot be a communist, socialist, humanist, secularist, and be a Christian. Amen. The battle, the battle lines are drawn and they're very clear. And Joe Biden stood the other day as president of the United States and declared war. How many times have I been telling you that this is a war against white evangelical Protestant men? Come on in, Vinny. Can you put that communist manifesto in the chat? Yeah. Put the communist manifesto in the chat, Spencer. Thank you. Absolutely. See, uh, Southern Mofo came up with this word. I've always had the idea, but I was never able to give it the word. Provocation. They've committed provocation against us all this time. All these side attacks, not direct attacks, but side attacks. All you know is the multi-pronged attack, the financial, economic, um, physical, psychological. <laughs> right and now they're saying that we are the threat. We are the threat. They've been doing all this time. It's a bunch of nonsense. It's complete it's nonsense. Projection. Projection is when you take your values and you project them on the opponent. That's called projection. Amen. Everything they are accusing MAGA of doing. God-fearing Christian Americans, everything they accuse us of having done, they're the ones doing it. Come on in, Jeff. And one more point, fascism. Once again, you're going to start to hear this term being bandied out, fascism. It's a bunch of nonsense. It's a left left term that they apply to us. It's got nothing to do with us. So just remember that. Nothing to do with us. When do you suppose this information I just gave you, when do you think that was last spoken from a pulpit in America? Huh? No wonder Christians are so dumbed down. Jeff Klein, come on in, Randy. Coach, that's why we go to the square in Mount Vernon on Saturdays. We don't go every Saturday, but we hit as many as we can. Can you believe that people don't realize this, but in Mount Vernon, these socialist Democrats have been on that square since Trump got elected. Six years, every Saturday, yep. 1 o'clock to one thirty. So we go up to their Bibles and we go up and just, oh, they hate us. They hate us. Jeff, did you know this? Jeff, did you know this? James Comey, you know who that is? Yeah. Do you know his son played basketball at Kenyon? Oh, my goodness. Huh? James Comey sent his son to communist Kenyon College? Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, he did. Well, that's our next stop. We're going to go down and stand in the street corners at Kenyon at the gates of hell. Pastor Bill and I, a few guys, we're going to go down and just stir it up. But you know what? I'm thinking that I still... Listen, listen, I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm not, I'm not trying to step on you. Look, folks, our war is not against them. Our war is against those who are on our own side and don't even know it. Our war is against Christians who are sitting in the pew watching CNN, watching MSNBC, watching National Public Radio. That's the We will not convince the communists. Yep. Well, Coach, that's what I'm seriously thinking about. I'm going to do it. That sign out in front of my car, I'm going to put on there. It's time for the pastors to come out of the closet. That's right. That's right. Hey, can I tell you the truth? A lot of them are commies. Randy, come on in. Coach, every day, every day, I lead, try to lead people out of their complicit attitude. With, it's church people, and I, but that's the only way we can do it, is speak to them, challenge them, not, not condone, what, condone what they're doing by doing nothing. We have to challenge them. You're right, Coach. There's communists. We're not going to change them. They're Kazarians. They, all they yep. know how to do is deceive and to flip it over the other way when they're guilty of doing it themselves. That's who they are. We're not after them. We are after the people that confess Christ that aren't doing a dang thing. That's who we're after. <laughs> Randy, hate to tell you this. About 40% of self-proclaimed Christians vote for the communists every year. They vote for them every Now, look, 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 look. I ain't saying the Republicans are much better. Because they've infiltrated the Republican Party as well, but we have we have Christians who vote 
believing Barack Obama was a Christian man. Huh? But you know why they believe that? Because they're the same kind of Christian. They're just like him. We have Christians, Catholics, voting for Joe Biden. Why? Because they're the same kind of Christian Joe Biden is. Do you get it, folks? Do you understand why the infiltration of the pulpit and the schools and the seminaries, you understand why it's been so critical, why it's been so important, and how we in the church have kept our hands off of it. We don't want to mix the secular with the sacred. No. We want to let the secular train our children. Kevin, come on in. I'm feeling this today. Well, Coach, just to back up what you your statement, okay, if you look back at uh, Alexander Solzhenitsyn's uh, Gulag Archipelago, okay, and he escaped communism, his ultimate assessment at the end of the book was that if you boiled Marxism and communism down to its pure essence, it was at its core satanic. It is. That's a, that's a quote. Just wanted Amen. to throw that in. There you go, baby. There you go. Mike McKee, come on in, then Paul. Hey, Coach. Uh, since 1958, when Robert Welch started the John Birch Society, they've been on the on communism uh, full bore, as it were. And right. also, Barack, also Barack Obama, has probably since he was nine years old, been taught how to be a communist by experts, as it were. Amen. But the, you know what the bad problem, the big problem is, Mike? Christians can't recognize he's not a Christian. It's unbelievable. <laughs> that Christians cannot recognize that that guy is not a Christian. Why? Because a lot of their pastors talk the same way. Paul, come on in. Sweet. Hey, Coach, the irony about uh, these folks, Christians, that believe that Obama is a Christian is they also believe in vaccines. So it's all good. And one of the things about Solzhenitsyn that I love is he really connects the destruction of the spirit with communism. Mm. I mean, he has many quotes about that. I was going to use that in a newsletter, but the, the point is that somehow these evil, they're truly Satan. Yeah. It's and, truly uh, satanic what this communist has done. Is, and it's, it's actually fascinating that they're losing so bad right now. But, but uh, hey, Paul, we haven't even... Uh, we haven't even been taught in church the characteristics of communism. We haven't even been taught that in our churches. The average Christian doesn't have it. The average Christian cannot recognize Obama as an atheistic communist. They can't recognize it. They don't know that Chuck Schumer is an atheistic communist. They can't recognize it. Because why? The pastors don't recognize it. Or if they do, they're not going to mix politics and religion, the sacred and the secular. Jack, come on in, then Randy. Coach, I've talked. We've we've mentioned this before. We live. You've been up to my house. We live in a very conservative area of Maine. My dad, when preached for sixty years, when Obama was running, he printed off documents and took it to every single pastor in this entire huge county, the biggest one east of the Mississippi, and not one pastor joined him. He nope, showed nope. them proof that Obama was a communist and not one pastor of all these guys joined him. They gave him a pat on the head because he was an old timer and an old a World War II vet, but not one of them backed him up. Not one. Pull up Colossians, Spencer. Pull up Colossians again. Pull it up there. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. There it is. Rich, come on in. Then Randy. Sorry, go Rich. Well, we, we've just lost the characteristics of what a Christian is. I mean, right. we confuse. How can you, in my world, how can you be a Christian and vote for a party that wants to kill babies? I mean, how, can, how can you call, how can you be a Christian and pray to Mary and not to Jesus Christ? How can, how can you, you be, be a, a Christian, Christian? And support butt sex. Exactly. How can you, they confuse Mormonism as a form of Christianity? We've lost. We've lost the power. That's the power of the Holy Ghost. We've Amen. lost that power. And until we get that power, which I mentioned the other day, guides us into all truth. We'll know what a true Christian looks like. And on and the rest of this is of Satan. And that's mm -hmm. there's only two kinds of people in the world. 
and it's an it's either your it's either a Christian or 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 somebody serving Satan. Period. Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. Clay, then Randy, go Clay. We're only six weeks from the election. They're going to freak out when everything starts turning red. Then you're going to see everything go crazy. Yeah, but we got to understand this, dude. There's communists in the Republican Party as well. They're in there too. That's why they're not standing up and saying anything. That's why those J6ers are still in jail. That's why they didn't come out and support Trump. That's why they didn't come out and fight for pure elections. They're communists as well. Amen. Randy. And what's been done to correct the... uh correct the uh, voting nothing nothing randy yeah coach it, uh, i'll give us an encouraging word here my sister's been here for about a week come and visit they're older than me and they're they're christian ladies you know republican and everything and but coach they don't know a darn thing and i, I coached them up the whole time me and, my, me and Kay. but they left here different i'm telling you coach they left here different they they, they they're figuring out and they're, they're finally going, where did you hear all this? And I'm going, I've researched. I've listened to other people besides the mainstream media. So, Coach, my point is, if we will just do this at home every chance we get, if we just lead one out a week, that's who they're going to lead out another one another week. You know, we have to see <laughs> the future that it, little things create big things. We have to see that if we'll do this at home in our own world every day, every day, every day, that okay. it will change down the line we gotta have we gotta, hope. Quit, we gotta quit being ashamed of the truth randy we gotta quit being ashamed of the truth myra come on in challenge 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 challenge, challenge, challenge. that's right myra yes coach thank you so much um i just want to return the um, uh the favorite uh we had a great show yesterday with here the watchman and um it's so beautiful how we all share um we're all one unit, and I want to say thank you to that. Uh, Coach had a great interview. Also, um, I want to say thank you for the people who attended the here uh, the Christian Revolution prayer last night. It was very powerful. And also, uh, in regard to Paul Gosselin's uh, uh, show at eight thirty, it's an excellent uh, podcast he runs. And I have uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Hallelujah. Cause and effect. Cause and effect. Yesterday we read Psalm 78. Talked about our obligation to teach it to our children, who will teach it to their children, who will teach it to their children. And we haven't done that. For the most part, Fathers have not been involved at all in the education of their children, other than maybe sports. Maybe they've trained them to play football or basketball or baseball or hockey. Maybe they've gotten involved with it. But other than that, fathers, for the most part, who have been mandated by the Lord to teach it to their children as the head of the household, most fathers are absolutely zero uh, involved in the education of their children. Zero involved. We farm them off to the public schools, which do nothing more than reinforce the communist goals, which we just read. They're run by communists. The hierarchy of the teachers' union are communists. The teachers are willfully following top-down mandated curriculum from the Department of Education, which is controlled by communists. How do I know that? Because Christianity has been purged from the public square. There is no neutral ground, friends. There's no neutral ground between Jesus and Satan. What hath fellowship, light and dark? What fellowship have those two? Can two walk together lest they agree? And if we don't figure out and figure out quickly who the real enemy is and how he appears and how he operates, the scripture warns us that we are not to be ignorant of his devices. Amen. And the average Christian and the average pastor ain't got any clue what the devil has done to this country. And while we sat around and washed our hands of politics, 
our children and grandchildren. Nikita Khrushchev, anybody remember me? Took his shoe off and pounded on the table to you in. Anybody remember that but me? He told us, your children will live under communism, as in my lifetime. That's what he said. He identified the enemy, and the church embraced it. He he identified the enemy. What's that old saying? We've met the enemy, and it is us. See you tomorrow.